What's good? It's Yo. It's your girl. <laughs> well, no, we're going to do an intro real quick. I don't know. I think oh, he was saying, okay. all right, I'm going to let you start how you always start, babe. Yeah, I was, was going to let you start. And we ain't stopping and we ain't starting wow. over. Okay. It's your boy, Neek Bay in the house. Look how he do me at your girl, Charmaine Bay. Girl, act like she don't do this radio thing. Yeah, well, I was a little distracted by what Neek was doing on the yeah, screen, was, yeah, so fault. I just wasn't ready for the countdown. It, but... it's, it's my fault. Look, we got a special guest, guys. Um, I know you've seen our last interview. It's going viral. And who was it with? It was with Brianna Hampton, who is formerly Mrs. LaTruth. And I think technically she's... Well, she, she there's no divorce yet officially, so right. It's y'all still married. Y'all still married, still but married. we got the husband in the house. The man, the myth, the legend. The man who started the Latruth brand, and um, you know, a lot of people that watched the interview, it was it was kind of split. The other half was saying, you know, you got to bring the brother on board. It was gotta... it was split three ways. It was not split, just yeah, two. Yeah, it was split. Yeah, it was split three ways. What was the three ways? Um, one was that they wanted to hear your side. Another was that they, uh, it was split maybe four ways. Let's go there. Okay. Or uh, maybe five. If it was three, I was going to let you. Just okay. Say, no. It was split five ways. So one, three. no, I'm going to do all five. Yes. One, they wanted to hear your side. Two, they believed Brianna. Three, they did not believe Brianna. Four, they did not believe you. Or want to hear your side. That's the fifth one. They didn't. Well, they didn't want to hear any more about the couple overall. Not even just you. Like, seemed like a lot of people in our comments was over this whole situation. But we felt like it was important to interview you. Yes, we have to. Uh, I mean, we have a lot of interviews with ex-wives or wives. And we do reach out to the other partner. And most of the time, they don't want to do it. But um, we reached out to, you know, Mr. LaTruth. And he definitely wants to come on board and give his his side of the stories. Um, so it was only right to get this brother on to, you know, give his truth. No pun intended. <laughs> so here we have Mr. LaTruth in the house. What's up, my brother? What's going on, man? You know, I don't, I'm not one of them who be wanting to just give my truth. I like to give the truth. You see what I'm saying? Okay. I don't okay. even like that my truth. I don't like my truth. It's because that that's that to me, my truth be lies. When people start talking about my truth, it's not the truth. So I speak right. no, okay. the, the truth. Okay. Okay. I I, I can, I can sometimes me and his truth be different though. Like if I recall a certain thing, he'd be like, girl, that did not happen. <laughs> and I'm like, no, wait folks. a minute. Fact. Yes, it did. I know fact. My truth <laughs> is the truth. <laughs> he, he, he know for a fact. That's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> Sometimes to me, to he's you, delusional. He's yeah, delusional. To oh, to me. Oh, shit. You see what he did there? It's just women's truth is just for them. You know what I'm saying? It's the women. way y'all see it. Yeah, Ew, why just my? Why just women? You mean? I only said it's my truth. My <laughs> truth is the truth because I know she be forgetting half of the shit she say and listen to. So I gotta kind of get her back to speed on what's going on, and she she just start that uh, ain't true uh, freestyling what happened, no verbatim <laughs> information, just freestyle. You gotta under, you gotta understand the dynamics. Uh, you know, men move off logic, women move off emotion. So because you're so emotional, you don't remember. 
a lot now, I'm of a the Pisces, things being done. So I am emotional. I am emotional. I am a Pisces. I can't say all women go through that, but I don't, this yeah, one, I don't think that is that a might fact. be the case in our relationship. <laughs> but I don't think that's the case everywhere. Like Nika's yeah, very no. much logical and I'm very much emotional. But I feel that he shows emotion in his own way. We didn't and... say I'm cold hearted. We just said I'm a logical person. That's but just I'm logical. logical. I don't think I don't think that's for everybody, but I, I, you know, that might be for you, and that's definitely him, and that's definitely us. That's most. So I get it. It's, it's, it's most. It's most. I, you know, I know a lot of logical women. We yeah, just get our yeah. period once yeah. a month. I mean, that's true. We don't get that. I don't know how that feels, and I don't want to know how that feels. We go so, so. So, have you guys ever had like a fight argument? Of course, of course, everybody has. Yeah, yeah. We we see our arguments so, are very surface level. You know, you know when you live with somebody for a long time. We're also when, like best friends. Yeah, so yeah, even you know you could, you could be a roommate with your best friend and y'all still gonna argue brother, over and, like you argue, shit. You know, I, I I I my my biggest issues is she she don't put the damn diapers in the trash after she changed the baby. Yes, so I do. First off, table. And it is an everyday discussion. No, he, I'm picking up his diaper sometime that he leaves on the side of oh, the wow. table. Mistakes, mistakes is mistakes, but if you do it every day, goddamn, that's a, a, a really fucked up habit. Yeah, well, one of my things, of one of my things about my husband well, that gets me. on my nerves <laughs> is that Two things. Yo, One, yo, he just... don't put the dishes up out the dishwasher. That's so I... annoying. He puts it on the stove, like the the pots. They belong somewhere, and that's in the damn about drawer dad? every every time. Listen, and we... then oh my god. The, Second thing, and I could keep going, but I'm gonna end with we, this we one because we're gonna we, we gonna start interview. our interview. I know, I know. <laughs> the second thing that gets on my nerves about my husband also belongs in the kitchen usually, but he don't pick up after himself. He'll ah. open a popcorn oh. and leave the wrapper right there. Oh. That is so annoying, Lord, and I'm Lord, always Lord. I got to pick up after the kids. I got like three kids. I'm gonna say mm. this, and we'll end this. Okay. The <laughs> doing this it could five years could go by and i could do an incredible improvement because she yeah. don't have a lot of things to say these are the things that she go to every single time it's things that happen yeah. every single yeah. day you can't tell me that i don't pick up after myself when you habitually leave diapers that's not picking up after yourself oh. but you know that's great and danny <laughs> uh we got a lot to talk about i can relate I can relate to that, so I'm smelling, well, a, smelling, a, smelling a diaper in the room, and I'm like, yo, come on, man. You that is, oh, it's, ridic man. it's ridiculous. It's, it's yeah, ridiculous. Are uh, you changing diapers, though? Rare. See? Oh, you, uh, you can't, can't do that, brother. Talk. You can't do that. Uh, can't we, we, we have to have. But I, I keep it 100, though. You know what I'm saying? I, I ain't going to hold you. I keep it 100. I appreciate that. So um, let's get to the interview. We got this brother. So you guys probably seen him on Facebook. See, I wasn't on Facebook, so I wasn't as hip as most people. But he killed the Facebook game for quite some time, and he's extremely known outside of Facebook as well. But, um, you know, he's gone viral a whole bunch of time. He's big on social media. He's also an artist. Um, and obviously people can look up a lot of things about you um, and your career and stuff like that. But what I think is important to talk about is, you know, who you truly are, you know, where you're from, you know, how you were raised and, and all that good stuff. So let the people know 
a bit of let, let the people know some things that they they wouldn't be able to find online you know we can just start off at you know who you are and where you're from well i'm from forest city north carolina small town very small town um a lot of people already know i lost my mother at five years old so i moved to live with my grandmother and my grandfather so that dynamic was a pretty funny dynamic you know you know of course I'm arguments sure. happen. arguments happen with them as well but my grandpa, he was the type of person that pretty much just yelled, and he mm. and he might put a, he might put a hole in the wall or something. Mm. That's about it. And I remember my mm. grandma would have him passionate back up the next day. <laughs> so he was pretty handy. Like he he did concrete masonry and all of that. So he'd put a hole in the wall and come back, cover that hole up. That's pretty much was a dynamic man. That's all I pretty much seen from them. I ain't seen too much love and affection from them, nothing like that. But I was raised by my grandparents, and that's the one thing I was always taught, to never never put my hands on a woman and stuff like that. Be respectful, you know. And that's how I've carried myself my whole life. I've always been respectful. Did they, Did you? I heard you say you didn't see much love from them. Did you at least see love between each, them, them themselves, like as far each as other. Nah, each other? I didn't. Nah, actually, I didn't. Really? I can't recall them kissing or nothing like that. And where like was your dad? Go ahead. It was kind of one of the weirdest relationships I've seen when it came to that. You know what I'm saying? They both would cook, things like that, but I never really seen them kiss on each other or nothing like that. And where was your dad during your growing up? Was he in your life at all? Yeah. Yeah, he definitely came around. You know, I was raised by his mother, so he definitely okay, came to the house. Mother. You know, yeah, his mom. So, oh, so he came to see his grandparents. Was his, his parents. Yeah, my grandmother was his mom. Got it. Okay. So small town, um, not much going on around the city. So I'm sure growing yeah. up, it was very slow. <laughs> yeah, yeah it, was, it was real slow in that small town. You know? I've always been into making music and doing things like that. I started making music in uh, maybe like the seventh or eighth grade. I was already putting out tapes and all of that stuff. So I bought my first camera. Like cassette tapes. It, yeah, cassette tapes. Yeah. <laughs> we right. tell it on I, ourselves on how old we are, y'all. We most yes, yes most definitely. Yeah. I, I remember record. taking, I remember taking a just for me tape, and recording music over it. Yeah, that's, that's, that's exactly what I was gonna say. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So Hilarious. when you're um, you know, obviously, you know, rest in peace to your moms, and I, I could imagine how tough that could have been at five years old. Like, walk us through just that experience and what, what did your mom mean to you? Cause I know like I look at my daughter now, she's two going on three and the love that she has for, for me and her is just so big. And, you know, she really loves us when we leave, she crying, you know what I mean? So like at five, that's almost double the age, you know, what do you recollect from just growing up with her and what did she mean to you? I honestly don't remember much, you know, like I said, at five years old, you know, she passed away. I remember being at the funeral and, you know, seeing her in the casket. That's the last vision that I got to see. I don't even have, like, photos of me and my mother or none of that type stuff. So it was just, I never really got to know who she was. You know, I just had to hear stories from other people saying she was a nice mother, she would do anything for her kids and, you know, things like that. But I never got to know How who she, she was. How did she die? Stomach cancer, the same cancer that I had to fight. Wow. Oh. Wow. Um, was there any other family members besides like your grandparents that was around like coming up? 
aunts, you know, my aunts and stuff was always around. I always had a lot of cousins and stuff around me. Uh, my grandmother, she raised me, my brother, and my sister, but also a lot of my cousins was in there too as well. So it was a lot okay, of kids so around have, all the time. So you have siblings? You got like brothers and sisters? Yeah. I have three brothers and had three sisters. I lost my sister about four years ago to the same stomach wow. cancer that I had to fight as well. So Goodness. Um, yeah, we're definitely going to get to that just because, you know, cancer has taken a few of our family members as well. Yeah, I lost my dad to, he had stomach cancer, but it started in his, like, where his esophagus and his stomach meets. Right. So you really could go either way with it. Stomach cancer, eso- cancer in the esophagus. I mean, it was in both organs, like where it meets. So um, yeah, it probably started in the stomach, started in the stomach and then spread it. To the esophagus, they probably caught it at a later state. Yeah. So I definitely understand that for sure. And I'm sure losing your mom at such a young age, that's something that you don't really get over, especially having to hear about her all the time. Um, You have to imagine how life would be with her and try to talk to her, you know, wishing that she was here. Um, I'm sure that growing up, that was something that was really hard to deal with. Most definitely, you know, especially, you know, being a kid and let's say you make any type of mistake as a kid, you know, as a mother, a mother is going to pick you up when you fall down, when you, and you hurt, whatever the case may be and tell you everything is going to be okay. You feel me? And um, like, I never got to. You didn't have that. Mm. And how did that affect your relationships with like your child and, like when you became a father, like did that roll over anything from how the only thing that you knew was what was shown to you? So like, did that roll over into you being a parent? Nah, cause I actually like everything that I didn't get, I made sure I gave to my children. You know, I had, mm-hmm. I have a 15 year old now and I just made sure I gave her everything I didn't have. Like I wanted her to have everything. Like, mm-hmm. cause I, I didn't even get what I wanted growing up. You know, we was poor. So. Right. I only got the things I needed. So for my daughter, I made sure I spoiled her and got her everything that she wanted and needed and made sure anytime she had a situation that she was dealing with, if she made a mistake, I told her it was going to be okay. You know, you're going you're gonna, to you're gonna get through this, whatever. I always compliment her, let her know she's special and she's the most beautiful in the world. She's going to be all right. She's going to make it through everything. So, right. so um, you know, growing up, you said you use you, you, you know, the family was poor and stuff like that. Um, like walk us through like how, how life was, you know, just during school and stuff like that. And just, um, you know, just how was your, how was the environment? How was your experiences like coming up? You know, cause a lot of us, a lot of people in our culture, we, we experience that, you know, living through poverty and, um, sometimes it allows us to shape us to be better in the future or sometimes it, can bring us down, you know what I mean? So um, walk us through like your mentality, you know, in that in that time period. I don't know, I've always had drive and been confident no matter what, but you know, going to school, seeing everybody who had it all. And you know, a lot of times those people want to make jokes on the people who didn't have it. You know, right. and I always, I always was just solid enough that none of that stuff ever affected me. Like I even had a song about it. Um, my song called Couldn't Walk a Mile, I spoke about uh, water running in my house when it rained. I can remember that. That's the one thing I can remember mm. being five years old at my mom's 
seeing them get buckets or whatever to catch the water that was, they, you know, those little holes in the ceiling or whatever. So I had right. put that in a, I had put that in a song. And I remember saying, um, hoops on my feet, that was imitation Jordans. When I hit the courts, it didn't keep me from scoring. So I've always been that type of person to still spit positivity regardless. Okay, with the music plug. Oh, I like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I like those bars. Yeah. That was like a double double entendre right there. I like that. Yeah, yeah. It don't stop you. You know, the money don't stop you from, from doing what you need to do, you know. But, you right. know, that's how I grew up. But it made me the person that I am. So, um... I'm thinking about how, you know, you, you obviously you lost your mom and then you're with your grandparents and they didn't really show love. Um, right. How did you comprehend like what love is and, you know, genuine love and, 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 and just coming up, you know, without actually seeing it? I actually got to see it throughout my marriage, to be honest, just to see how. Okay. Bri- like the Brianna first time loved- you're saying? Yeah, how, how Brianna was loving on her children and stuff. I was able to see that, you know, when the boys made mistakes, I would see how she would love on them and pick them up. You know, it's going to be okay. Like, they could break the TV or something, like break big TV. Right, something big. Right. Something made, yeah, something big. And it's like just to see the, the love behind that. You know, I was able to see that more in that situation. Mm, and how did that make you feel? Were you like, wow, you know, this is what I missed yes. out on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that affected I, you. And this is kind of what I need. Because, way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause if, if, if that was the first time you kind of experienced that, obviously you coming up, you know, you, you didn't get a chance to embrace that or be embraced where that's like, you know, we got kids now. Like, that's like, a, that's like all we do is yeah, embrace them all day long. Like, them, yeah. And, and so help them, and help them grow and develop. So, mm-hmm. you know, um, so you didn't get a chance to really truly get that or feel that coming up. It's kind of just you yourself and just loving yourself and, and getting through these fire hoops, you know, and making yeah. it out. Most yeah. Definitely. I can understand that. Yeah. That's, that's definitely, I feel like a situation that a lot of, um, and, you know, I don't want to just focus on the black community because, you know, white people definitely go through and other cultures too, definitely go through similar things where their parents, um, you know, either aren't together in the house home, they are raised by a single mm-hmm. parent and, um, they, it affects them growing up, especially if they never had a man around. Usually it's the mom raising but had a man around to show that dynamic of a home, you know, that is just so important when it comes to a child developing, you know, children need to see the mom and the dad together. If it's a good situation, because obviously if it's like toxic, you're, you're only harming your child by staying. Um, So, but it's also very important just to try to make things as cohesive as possible. So I definitely respect that for sure. For sure. Um, You know, tell us more about like your relationship with your dad, because I think you kind of brushed through it. Um, You said he he came around and stuff like that. But, you know, you're a father. I'm a father. We know like the responsibilities that we have when we have kids. Um, Like, do you feel like he... um, met the minimum requirement as a father with you? Um, I mean, he's definitely the reason why I do what I do when it comes to entertaining. Man. He's, a, he's a great singer. Um, he was great at basketball. And he put the basketball in my hand as a kid. And 
I remember staying outside daily, shooting basketball, shooting basketball on the days he's not there and all of that. And just seeing him sing, like it put that in me to um, sing as well. So, you know, he wasn't there every day. You know, he's, he had some things he could have did better, but at the same time, I, I love my daddy with every part of my heart. Uh, he was always respectful around me. He always did what he could do. You know, I just, he just, mm-hmm. I didn't live with him. That's the only difference, man. I would have liked to have been able to be raised by him, but he gave me enough, you know, my yeah. opinion. And why, why didn't, um, why didn't he, like, what was the situation for him not to be able to have you live with him and stuff like that? Um, you know, when my mother passed, he would have had to, it was, would have been me and me, it'd been three kids by himself. He worked a lot. So he was at work mm-hmm. all day. So. Right, I right. Think that was yeah. Kind of, that was, yeah. And I'm, I'm understanding in that situation of why I wouldn't stay with my grandma at that time. She was retired. She wasn't working. So it was a lot easier for her to, you know, to do that you know, versus him being at work all day long. Right. You still yeah. have a relationship with your dad? Yes, most definitely. Like it, he, he's, yeah, that's, that's awesome that he's, he's, he's here with you and all of that. That's yeah. And it's great that he, you know, it, it, I can definitely understand both sides, but I think at the end of the day, the most important thing um, would be to make sure that you're in a better environment than what he could have given you. So if he felt like it wasn't going to be enough, you know, being in a stable home, somebody who could make sure you get to school and do your homework and focus on you, cook for you, you know, be there for you in ways that he couldn't. I feel like that might have been the best thing. Yes, yeah, and it's, but, like, it's just coming it's coming from a place of understanding with him as well. Like, you know, he kinda told me how his me and him had a, a conversation about this, man. Um with my with my daughter, my oldest daughter. I was driving. I would drive to North Carolina from Atlanta all the time to see my little girl. And I would I would always go to his house and um he would just like, man, just seeing how you are with your daughter, man, it just makes me smile, man, to see what type of father you are. You know, you drive mm-hmm. all the way from Atlanta all the time to pick your little girl up, take a shot and spend time with her. And, man, I admire that. And, you know, it was that one time I said, man, you know what? You know, it makes me think about that with you. We lived in the same city. You know, why Why I didn't see you more, you know? And my dad actually broke down in the tears and he explained. He was just like, man, I didn't even know how. He didn't have a father at all. So the fact that I did have him as the father that he was, he didn't know his father at all. Never right. met his father. None of that. So it's like, that's the dynamic I'm seeing with a lot of people, man, that may not have had fathers. They become better fathers than what they had because they know what it was like to not have that father around. So I always wanted to be the best father to my children. Right. Yeah. He, he's going to at least do better than what he had, which was nothing. You know what I mean? So in right. his in his eyes, you know, he's busting his ass. He's grinding, you know. And, and seeing you and, and trying to be in your life. So that is, yeah. you know, but that that's, that's the big thing in our culture, you know, as far as fathers not being there, you know what I mean? And, um, and it, it's really like hit or miss sometimes, you know, whether you're active, not active at all, or just like, this is my first priority, no matter what, you know what I mean? Because of what I didn't have, you know? Um, but, um, I like the sound of, you know, him still being there, obviously, and you being able to talk to him because, you know, your mom's not here. And I think that, uh, you know, family's all you got sometimes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, like, you know, lots of times it's obstacles and stuff. Like, even with as good of a father as I've been, it was a lot of obstacles even in that situation for me. 
You know, I had to go through right. a fight of custody battle and all of that with my first child's mother. You know, so mm. especially when I got when I got married, that became a situation where I couldn't see my child, and so I had to fight for a custody battle. So I moved. And you got married to- more than once, multiple times. No, I've only been married once with Brianna. Okay, got it. So, yes. so walk us through. How- I want to hear about his career too. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, okay. Um, well, I, I knew you were about to ask a question. I mean, okay. Well, <laughs> sorry to cut you off, <laughs> but I definitely want to hear about your career. How'd you get into it? Well, you told us your father was a singer. Mm-hmm. Um, so tell us more about you. Cause obviously you saw the video where, what we did with Brianna and you was like, y'all was talking crazy on there yeah, and you know, disrespecting <laughs> me, man. Like I was like, wow. Which so part? Which part? Be specific. Um. Well, I, I mean, I get it. I get the algorithm and all of that. Some of y'all only knew us. The algorithm. <laughs> the algorithm is what you know. what I'm saying, like, I get it. A lot of y'all knew us through relationship content with the pranks. Right. Oh no, yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah, you know, I understand that. But you know, when I met her, I had six million followers. You know. Okay. Had, and a thousand, that was on Facebook. Yes. Yes. Okay. Six million on okay. Facebook. I probably had seven hundred thousand on Instagram. Uh, okay. YouTube, two hundred some thousand subscribers. Like I've, I've always had a big social media. I was even popping back in the MySpace days. Right. Okay. right, so, right. Oh yeah, I remember MySpace. Uh, mixtapes. You you know, I was doing music. You said what? Okay. I was going to say what used to be your MySpace uh, song. I had a always song a song MySpace. by the Truth. Most definitely, but I had a song. <laughs> All the time, I always had my own song on it. I can't always... Right, yeah, of I, course. I was thinking, you got to have his own song on there. Yeah, most, as an artist, you know what I'm saying, I can't put Jay-Z song on my page, you feel me? So, right. most of my stuff. But right. yeah, I always so had do... a lot of followers on all platforms that I was on. You had a song called MySpace what? MySpace Fakes. It was about women stealing other women's pictures. And I remember oh, it going, wow. I remember it going viral. And I took the... um. I can't remember the song like that, but I took the song from Usher. Now, you remind me of a girl. That, yeah. Oh, you flipped that. So I was like, you remind me of a girl that has those pics. And I was just talking about it. <laughs> but it went viral, though. Like, it was actually viral back on MySpace. Everybody was Yeah, because that was the thing. Mm-hmm. Wow, that was viral before viral. And yeah. also very funny. <laughs> But, so, but uh, I can't I can't give it all to y'all on the disrespect. I can't give it all to y'all. I was listening to what Brianna was saying when she came on here. She was trying to downplay my following and saying that I posted all these other people, which I did post people, but everybody I posted, I had more followers than them. So, you know, when I started okay. posting some of the names she named, she named DC Young Fly, Hi Hi Davis. All of these different people that she was naming. Cardi B. Three, Cardi B. When I was posting Cardi B, Cardi B did not have any followers. She probably had about yeah, but I, I, I don't remember her followers. like. I don't remember her downplaying. I remember her saying like, you like you were kind of like the the plug on Facebook, like putting people on and stuff like that. And that that's, that's know, not how she was doing it. She was she was basically saying I got my followers from posting other people's content that they're. Videos is what gave me following. That's what she was saying. Okay. But you know, you know, on um, even Instagram and um, YouTube, Facebook, when you 
post viral videos or like let's say something is actually funny and you repost it. People are doing that now. You get the views. People have been doing that for a long time. You get the views. No, that can't help. And they then can't people, help. you know, so you're 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 like you're from what I get from your page, it's like it's like a blog. You know what I mean? You, obviously you got your own shit on there, but from what I'm understanding, it's more like a blog where people can get put on to all types of stuff, you know, that's funny, entertaining, shocking, you know what I mean? Um, which is kind of like how anybody should run their own Instagram, having What's like that? flavors and knowing how to, uh, you know, people either want to laugh, people either want to cry, they want to get educated. So it's kind of like, you know, layers to it. And I can imagine, you know, if you're on top of that from early on, your right. shit goes viral and people people just got their post notified. They want to make they want to get hip to a whole bunch of shit through your page. Did you take and it I as she was dissing you? Oh yeah, I already I knew exactly how she was wording it and everything. I knew what it was. But I didn't get that. Oh yeah, yeah. Go back and listen to it again. So I mean she actually said it before in another video where she was actually dissing me. She brought mm. out of that. So it's, I mean, I don't know if y'all been keeping up with all. But she likes you. Keep... She wanted to be Miss Latruth. If that's what she was doing. Well, well, since we're talking about it, because I, I personally want to know about your first relationship before her. You mm. know, to get your child and stuff like that. Like, how did that happen, and what didn't work when it came to like? Why didn't you marry her, or why didn't you guys take it like serious as much as you did with Brianna? Well, honestly, marriage was like. I never even thought about being married ever, to be honest with you. But um, with me and her, it was just like, we was in a relationship, we moved in together and all of that. And it's the same thing with being an entertainer. Some people just have trust issues. It's the going through the phone all the time, things like that. But actually with her, actually, she was living in my, living in the crib that I paid all the bills and I came home and it was actually a dude in my crib. No. For, the, for the first, the first chick. Yeah, the first you know, she had my child. Yeah, my baby mom. When I met her, she She, y'all already had the child already. No, she had one kid when I met her that I was I was raising her as my own, and she was actually pregnant with my child. I come home, dude was in my house. Wow, what happened to that? Y'all was scuffing. You just kicked. No, no scuffing, none of that. Man, I don't do that. So I come in, I see the dude in there. He come up, oh, hey, man, I didn't know she had a dude. Nah, nah, nah. She said she was single. I said, look, bro, get out of my house, man. You good. You feel me? You here because she invited you. Wow. I, had a pistol. Wow. I had a pistol. I had a pistol in my hand because I seen a car in my yard when I walk in. So pistol in my hand, I just put it up. Like, yo, bro, bro, yeah, you, you good roll. He left. We broke up. She went back to her hometown. That was the end of the relationship. She was pregnant with my child. My, my daughter born. I go, you know. And even so she was that, pregnant with your child having sex with other men. The dude was in the house. I don't think he got a chance to do nothing yet because he said he had just got there. So I don't know how many times wow. somebody could have been in there, but I know it was a guy in the house. Yeah. That relationship, that relationship was over with. You know what I'm saying? That relationship was over with. But, mm. So how many years passed by since you met Brianna? Um, After that incident, because my daughter was... She was not even born yet, so let's see. I didn't touch my baby mom probably after my daughter was about three years old. So I went from from three years old to I ain't touch her at all sexually or none of that. I met my wife in twenty fifteen, I think. Twenty fifteen. So what's the time on that? 
Because you guys were together for six six years, right? Six, seven years? Right. And we, um, we got married fast, so we got married real quick, so. Right, right. But how did your baby mama cheating on you, possibly, allegedly, maybe, how did that affect you in your next relationship? Because I know if I'm getting cheated on and we break up and it's just traumatic thing and we tied forever because now we got a kid, you know, moving on to the next relationship, I'm going to have, I'm going to hold some insecurity. Yeah. That. Did you ever like, let, did you ever like, um, forgive her or just like that effort? I mean, some, some... no, no, I'm, I'm asking him, how did he, how did that situation did it ever trigger him later in his next relationship? Were you ever able to get over that? The fact that she right, cheated on right. you and now you have yeah. a new relationship. Yeah, I definitely got over it. You know? Okay. I definitely got over it. Yeah, I was doing my thing. Like I, I've done my thing my whole life. I've only been in two relationships, two serious relationships. Which that was one. And then the relationship with my wife, that was, that's it. Like I've always been the type of person to just move around and do what I want to do. So, that didn't bother me at all, like far as moving forward with a new relationship. Because when I trust right. her, okay. yeah, you felt like you dodged a bullet. All right. But did you see yourself marrying her at some point, or was it kind of just a nah? You was going nah. Okay. Nah, I didn't see that happen. Okay. So, um, what was it about Brianna that made you marry her so quickly? Well, yeah, I want I want to talk about how, like, what you see in her when you guys like talk. Walk us through how you guys first met. Obviously, she told us. I would like to see it from your POV. Walk us through that, and what did you see in her that say, okay, this this girl could be, this girl could possibly be my wife? Well, like I said, when she reached, she reached out to me on social media. She was doing music videos at the time. Um, it was a video they had sent to me. The dude was like, reach out to the truth. You make people go viral all the time. Reach out to him. So that's that's how the connection happened. We finally spoke through DM. I gave her my number. She called me. I looked at her pictures and all that. That's what made me give her my number. I thought she was beautiful, you know. Seeing some of her modeling pictures and all that. So we just went from there. Her mom had just passed. And that's why you hear us talk about the trauma bond. That's why she started saying it. Because I explained it to her. Like, um, her mom had just passed. I never dealt with my mom passing. She was fi- I was five years old when she died. So I never dealt with that. So when right. she told me her mom passed, it was like, oh, wow. Like, now I'm dealing with my, my, my mom passing through her mom passing. I'm being that shoulder that she can cry on. I'm telling her everything is going to be okay. And we, like I said, we start seeing each other. She's coming, she's driving eight hours from where she lived at to come to my house in Atlanta, spending time with her. And we talking on the phone all night long. I done, every girl I was dealing with, I cut them off. You know what I'm saying? Just in that process really? of, of her healing and me helping her through that. I cut everybody I was dealing with off. And mm. it just got, it was official. We got serious. So there was obviously something special about her that drew you to her so quickly what were those things that you loved about brianna you mean in the first in the dating process uh yeah, yeah. yeah. why you married her i mean she she did everything that uh, we feel like a wife should do like you know i'm, I'm waking up mm. to, to breakfast every morning lunch dinner was it good was it was it <laughs> lit? was it delicious um, i'm waking up to steak and eggs you know what i'm saying like, wow oh, damn you got the tomahawk. <laughs> you know, you know you unlimited steak and eggs. I'm an unlimited, unlimited sex, obviously. You know what I'm saying? I'm waking up to wow. whatever I want sexually, midday, night, whatever the case may be. In the first, you know, three months, we got married. So, you know, 
He was like, "This so, is it." So yeah, this is heaven. This is this is all. Yes. I, this is what I yeah. need. Yeah, being supportive, and you know, she wasn't tripping about nothing that I was doing in the entertainment. She wasn't going through phones, none of that stuff. Things just so y'all weren't really arguing. Y'all weren't arguing during that time. So yeah, it was a really it was a honeymoon. honeymoon. Yeah, three month honeymoon. <laughs> then when you oh go ahead. Nah, go ahead, go ahead. You got. It. When you got married, did things change? Yeah, most definitely. So walk us through bef- right, like right before that though. Like walk us through, uh, what was like? Cause I know as an entertainer, sometimes being married could conflict with what you got going on. Did you ever think about that before you made that decision that you wanted to get married? That you know your career may, um, things may have to change just out of respect for your marriage. Nah, not really. Um, I didn't. I didn't think that deep into it because the only thing I was doing was um, entertaining, like with the skits and different things like that. I would have never thought right. that would have to change because it wasn't talked about any change in the first three months, just in the dating process. She was aware of everything I was doing and she supported it. So you um, now, is it true that uh, you know she was emotional about leaving, and you was just like, why don't you like? come stay here and and it kind of led into you saying you know why don't we just get married like is that is that how it went like let us know how 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 the nah. marriage situation actually happened nah she wasn't emotional about move, talking about moving from her own house to come stay with no her. she she was sad to leave you and was going back, back home. oh yeah 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 just on the um the first visit you know she was there for about three days and when she was leaving she was actually crying and stuff you know I'm just like, why are you crying? It's good. You just been three days, right? <laughs> you love me right. already? Well, yeah, I love you, or whatever the case may be. We, like I said, okay. She, so yeah, she drove back home, and the next time I talked to her, I was just like, you know, you can come stay here if you want to, because this long distance thing, I can tell that's an issue. Like, I can tell that's something that you don't really like. So she quit her job, and then, she moved in. Right, and then y'all weren't having having any issues in the beginning three month honeymoon but then you start having issues how quickly into the marriage did things start to change and what were those things that changed i probably would say at least five six months in all of a sudden it's just the whole the insecurities and wanting to go through the phone and stuff and all that and then to find out she went through my phone every night she told me she went through my phone every night. Married. She said she went right. through my phone every night of being married. So, so why why do you think she was so insecure about going through your phone? Like, did you truly never gave her any reason to to you know have to go through your phone? True. Yeah. Why was she it's, going through your phone? Because of uh, the previous relationship she had before me. That's where the insecurities came from. That's what she told you. That's what I know because she told me he cheated on her so many times. I okay, so her. you just put two and two together. So you never cheated on Brianna, even with nah. you doing these videos with other women mm-hmm. and telling nope. her you was linking up with John, but it was like Beyonce. That's what she said. Um, <laughs> you never cheated on her. Never cheated on her. And what's and up the, with that? Because I. Oh, go ahead. The people that the, the names that she's talking about that I called that I was working with, those are the videographers. She knows this, so when she says, "What about the girls in the video that are in your skits?" They not they not videographers. So if I say like one of one of my guys' name is B Rag, 
So I'd be like, I'm linking with B-Rad to go shoot skits. He's the shooter. He's not the actor. She knows the only time I do content is with women. That's the only, every content she's ever seen with me was done with women. So she already knows. Okay. So you were doing that before. So it's like, why would that change after? Yes. That's all my page had was me doing skits um, with other women. I had a series called Will He Cheat that did probably 40, 50 million views that probably generated me at least two and a half million followers on Facebook just through that, that series. And it was nothing but girls in the video. That's, that's all I've ever done. Cause that's the excitement behind doing these skits. Okay. So you were, um, not telling her the whole story. Was that just a part of like, maybe you just keeping a little bit of your freedom to yourself. You know that you are not out here doing no wild shit. So like, I'm not going to explain every single detail to you. I'm going to go shoot this video with John and, or be Raz, you know, and I'll be back later. Was it kind of like yeah. that? Cause she's acting like she didn't, you know, you will say you would go shoot this video mm-hmm. with, and you would say your videographer's name, but she would see girls in the video. So she's making it as if, you know, you were out there doing some BS. So to clean it up, are you saying that you would not just give her the whole story? No, I just, no, I never gave, I didn't give her the whole story because I didn't even know who I was going to be working with, to be honest with you. My okay, stuff, be, so I, you're... Got, I have so many different contacts to do skits with. So my stuff be a lot of random stuff. It's not super organized and stuff like that. So I call my shooter. And then once I do that, I start calling different people like, hey, are you available to do a skit? And if they say yes, I'm like, okay, cool. This is going to be the location. And then you figure out what so, skit fits best for whoever right. replied. Right. Okay. So the uh, you said like it was like five uh, five to seven months after where, you know, uh, well, she was like going through your phone every day and all this stuff. Um, was that an issue for you? Like, did you ever like, communicate like yo i'm not feeling this or did it was like you ain't got i got nothing to hide it's all good most definitely i, I communicated that every time i was like look why do you gotta keep going through the phone you got the password i know that i got your password i don't go through your phone like what's the reason to go just like trust i said that's the key component in the relationship you got to be able to trust each other if there's no trust we ain't got nothing you know but i still allow her to do it either way but i'm telling her not to do it right i mean I think in that, in that sense, it's just about, you know, communicating boundaries and making sure, you know, boundaries aren't stepped over. And, you know, when so many months pass by and it, it becomes a habit, it's, it's kind of like, you know, it's, it's up in the air at that point because, you know, the boundaries aren't being respected and you kind of just letting it go, whatever the case is, because there's nothing that you're hiding. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's like I, I said, like... she'll she'll tell she'll tell you to this day. She tells me to this day. She says, I know you never cheated on me. And I was wondering how she was just so confident in saying that all the time. They're going through my phone <laughs> every night. They're going through my phone every night. I didn't <laughs> know this. That's why, but I didn't know this until she actually told me this yesterday. She was like, I went through your phone every night. I said, What? I didn't know wow. you were doing so y'all, six years. So y'all are still <laughs> communicating right now. Yeah, yeah. We still have conversations. You know, we got a child together, so you know. Right. So right. yeah, I gotta communicate. 
That's good though. I'm, I'm so happy to hear that. You know, that was definitely something that I wanted to ask you, but I was going to save it for later in the interview for sure. So in your POV, what do you feel like was, cause you guys were married for six years. Um, and there was a point where Brianna felt like she, like, yeah, I was arguing all every other day. Yeah, I was arguing every other day. Um, is that true? I don't say every other day, but you know, anytime I wanted to work and do skits with other females, that's when all of the, the big stuff would happen, you know, just like the, right. the incident where you're seeing the police being called and all of that. And she on the phone, he's got a gun. And th those things have happened throughout the marriage. It just, never was to the public, you know. Mm. Right. The so the police the were called before. Yes, the insecurities are that strong. Mm. And then once the police get there, because I, I record stuff, like, I already know, I already see how it's going, so the stuff is recorded. Once the police get there, they look at the video after she said, oh, he hit me, he did these different things. They come there, she's erratic about going through my, I went through his phone, da, da, da. So they already know what it is. They say, oh, they know exactly what it is. So, so wait, I video. just want to clear it up real quick. So the police have been called before. And are you saying that she would make things up Most to definitely. make it sound crazy? Like he hit me. And mm -hmm. then when they start investigating what happened, she says that she went through your phone. And where does it come up that he really didn't hit me? Where does that ever what is that? Because because if she that says that, that don't because if she because, tells the police that you hit her, wouldn't uh, they have to like take you to jail or something? They would if, in fact, they could see that that was true. But when I'm showing yeah, them, they would the have camera, to see bruises. Right, they have to see bruises. That, you know, and at this time, I'm 250 pounds. You know, I'm 250 pounds, big strong person. So she's saying these type of things even with that. But I have recording showing that she's the one hitting me and everything like that. So they see those recordings and be like, ma'am, you know I can lock you up for this, right? What do you want me to do? They're asking me, what do I want them to do? I'm like, look, I'll just get a hotel. She's got the kids. I'll go to a hotel. And I will leave them to a hotel. That's just what it is. Okay, because Brianna told us that she was the one always going to the hotel with the kids and that they would actually leave you and she had to take the kids and because go to they, a hotel they can't remove you from the house so she she would leave and then the other thing brianna also said was that you know the kids would be banging on the door because of y'all's um like physical altercations in the bedroom um accusing you of allegedly putting your hands on her maybe choking her dragging her across the floor, things of that nature. That's what, that's how she described it. Um, so if you're saying that you never put your hands on women, you know, you, you said that earlier in the interview as well. Um, where is the disconnect here? Like I'm, I'm, you know, cause it's hard for me to look at Brianna and just be like, oh, she's lying. And then right, just, how, how is that hard? You haven't, um, seen, because, you haven't seen all the you ain't seen all the evidence out there. So if she's lying, why do y'all have regular conversation outside of your child? You know what I mean? Like I would be pissed. I would be I like, am, am, cease and desist. 
you need to stop. I would get several cease and desist. I would be in court, you know, defamation. I would be doing all kind of shit, you know? So like, but you, she did that interview last week and y'all were just on the phone, you know, being normal and having normal conversations. So like, you know, See, it, one thing I'm about trying marriage, to understand. The one thing about marriage, um, the vow saying sickness and health, you know, that's a sickness. Any the lying, all of that is considered as a sickness. I don't know if y'all seen the video of her talking about her child's father, her baby daddy, the one she has three kids with. Mm. It's a it's a video where her sitting in front of the camera that I didn't even see until about three weeks ago, where she's in my bed with a wedding ring on, obviously, that I put on her finger. And she's giving the same story about her baby daddy. She says, he threw me through a wall, caused me to bleed. He pulled a gun on me in one incident and was going to shoot me. She said he sick the dogs on her and her children. This is her baby daddy of three kids. She said he did these things to her throughout the whole relationship, through every child that she had with him, he was doing these things to her. This is what she said on the cameras out there. I didn't see this video until about three weeks ago. I was like, and she had mentioned something about the throwing her through a wall to me myself. And then I remember when I brought it up to her one time and she was saying something good about him. And I brought that up and she was like, I never said that. So then the video comes out and all, she said the same thing about him, which was way worse what she said about him. So, I start analyzing data with all that type of stuff. There's something going on. So what? What? Why? Why would uh, her stories be untrue? You know, with her telling those experiences, like what makes those those things untrue? Besides, her telling you that she never said that. Yeah. Like, besides that. That's, but for her to say she never said it, but then it's audio or video. I knew she said it to me, and so I was like, "Am I tripping?" But then I see the video of her saying the same thing about this. But that that example. So, yeah, that example though. Obviously, we we weren't there. We don't know how what she said or how you re, uh, rephrase, you know, what she told you initially. But like, um, well, besides I can that, me. I can only speak for right, me. right, right. But if, so, if, but so, if besides yeah. that, is there anything else that kind of like would be like? There's no like. I mean, did you have a conversation with uh, the baby daddy about it, or is there any other? I had a conversation with him, and he just said whatever happened. In the past, is in the past. He wouldn't explain nothing to me. And I was like, like, you can't tell me if any of that is true. Just like, man, what happened in the past? The past, I'm a new man. I'm a, I'm a religious right, person. Right, right. Okay. I believe like this now. So whatever happened, you know, he makes posts, you know, saying that he's changed and he wants to be better for his kids and all that. So yeah. I wasn't in that. So I wasn't in the right. House we don't know. So, so it could, it could possibly it could have happened because he's be saying like, be true, I mean, right. If it didn't happen, I know for sure somebody usually be like, "That did not." Yeah, happen. I did a lot of things, but I didn't do that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> exactly. No, but so I, I, but you're saying that there might be some mental health situations with Brianna from your yeah. what you have analyzed. You know, yeah, and people, I can only speak for me. I can speak from my experience because the things she's saying I did, I didn't do. And the one thing I'm a grown like I'm a grown man. I ain't got to answer to nobody but God, right? So police have came out several times. I, I have no record. I have no domestic charge on my record ever in my life because I don't do something like that. So if a police is coming to the house like that, you know, I live in rich neighborhoods, like white neighborhoods. Every house that I've been in since me and her been together, 
when they pull up with those type of accusations, he has a gun. He just beat me. He just did all these different things. A black man, I'm going to jail. If, you know, I have, like I said, I have stuff recorded so they know. When they see it, they know exactly what it is. And that's the reason why. And this is the recording on your phone? Or are you showing them, mm-hmm. like, surveillance in your house? Recordings on my phone. Right. Because that's a little hard because when situations happen, you can't really, like, when you're in a thick of uh, argument or whatever the case, or even a physical argument, it's very hard to get anything on camera. You know what I mean? Just because it's going on right then and there until, like, you get in the aftermath. Um, but I, I have a question. Yeah, I mean, if, if I mean, if it's not surveillance, well, no, I think if it's if not two, surveillance I think cameras, if two people are arguing, and if you arguing gone, is easier. Well, yeah, but if you're arguing, and then if you have a history of knowing that someone's going to call the police on you, right. then you would pull your phone out from jump for mm-hmm. protection. And be like, hey, I have an hour yeah, no, video. Right I, here. I got that part. I'm talking about like if if you guys are in the, in the heat of an argument, and then it gets physical when you guys are like both of your hands is on each other. You know what I mean? Unless you've got the camera set up here, or you got surveillance cameras that's recording all the time, it's very hard. Like if I right now, if we just start, you know, obviously this camera right here, but if we just start <laughs> <laughs> rumbling together. How can I hold a camera? <laughs> While I'm doing stuff to you and you're doing stuff to me. You know what I mean? Unless it's just a, a verbal disagreement. And let's say you and let's say let's say that let's say that happens, right? Let's say just right now you the man, the stronger person right now. Let's say you just started doing something to her right now. Is it gonna be any marks? Nine times out of ten. Uh, on me, yes, because I'm I'm light skinned and I definitely bruise a little. It, it, yeah, it depends. She, like she, if I'm open fist slapping her and stuff like that. Yeah, if I'm open fist slapping her, she's going to get marked. But if it's more like grabbing her up or choking her or stuff like that. Or just even yeah, being choke, disrespectful choke and like even even yeah, if it was like, like a shoulder shrug yeah, of, you know, yeah, that would definitely sure. rile me up. No. Um, but, you know, we're just trying to understand both sides as to what you're saying. Because obviously, the things that Brianna said, she laid it on so thick for us, right? So it's definitely. But see, I mean, see, it, she, I, I, she said those things as well. Like she said, she said, I dragged her. She said that I hit her and all these did. different things. But then she said, he's never physically abused me ever. The only incident. Well, she said that's the first time that, that you broke something. She yeah. said that's and the first time shoot. I've ever even. She said in the video, she said he's never dragged me or none of that. She said y'all on here acting like the man dragged me. Y'all acting like the man actually punched me or hit me. This is you're talking about a different time. video, not our video. Yeah, yeah your video, right? But then later, so later in the interview, but she th- said, "Hold on." Later in the interview, she said that she was covering for you a lot, which kind of could make sense because y'all been in y'all been married for six years, and when we didn't hear anything going on wrong. Until yeah, the y'all were real cute, cute couple. That's how it's supposed to look, though. You post your highlights. No one posts their drama on the internet, unless maybe they're doing skits and something like that. But right, that's that's how it's by design. Like it's just like watching a sports game. You're gonna post your highlights. You're not gonna post. Speaking of, speaking of skits, though, when you came out after everything happened mm-hmm. and said that it was a skit, mm-hmm. you know, why did you do that? Trying to protect my family. It was clear. See, I was already recording. I recorded that incident. Y'all seen where the police was called? 
Y'all seen the dramatics. Like, that's the one thing y'all got to be able to understand. She's very dramatic. I know y'all can see that already. Through all the content, all the stuff that's happened, she's very dramatic. So the on the phone with the police, you can see that from there. The extra out, faking like she's crying, saying I'm doing these certain things to her, and I was not doing anything to her. He's following me. I'm standing right here with the camera. Like, she's watching me film her. Everything y'all saw was her seeing me with the camera on her. And she still did all of that stuff. With the camera so here's my thing her, about she still that, did though. every bit of that. Right. Here's my thing about that, because the way she explained it, obviously, oh. you know, people are half and half. Um, but there is some logic into what she explained, because when a, when a, when a cop, call, when you're talking to an operator, they're going to ask, especially in situations like this, if the person that they're calling by owns a firearm. Or does he then, have a firearm? So it's like. And then also with the following aspect, they want to know. You know, obviously, are you guys separated? Whatever the case is, I know you weren't like following her in the sense of like you want to do something to her, but obviously, you were recording her for your for like your following attack. her with the phone. But you know, when she ran into the bedroom, you were there at the bedroom recording her call. Yeah, we, so we was both all in the bedroom. We was both in the bedroom, so it's no way for me to follow her. We're both. In I it. thought. I thought. I thought she she jumped kind of. She kind of jumped on the bed, you know, mm -hmm. while she was on the phone with her with uh, the cops, though. So. She did so that. Like she, she jumped on the, the bed, but she jumped. No, I was standing right here by the bed. The bed was there. I was right here in the doorway of the, of the bathroom, which is mm -hmm. two feet apart. You know what I'm saying? Everything that happened. She explained the story, but if you listen to the stories that she explained, that's the reason why people are saying she's lying. And you got some people saying she's telling the truth because they haven't seen all of the videos. You know what I'm saying? She explained the first story and she left out some things in y'all's video. She, she didn't even mention nothing about the pepper spray in your video. Right, I, 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 there was yeah, a lot of comments, comments about, about that, the pepper spray. and I was wondering with the pepper spray. You know, pepper spray. I've been pepper sprayed yeah. before. That Who, shit hurts. Why Pop. would she pull out pepper spray and you're not attacking her? Like, let me know. Well, I want to know how how were you able to record the video and stuff if if you were pepper sprayed and stuff like that? Because that shit hurts. Yeah. It burns. You the know? pepper spray wasn't able to get in my face or nothing because I picked up a pillow. And see, in her first initial response. She explained all of that stuff. She left out the kick. She gave y'all the kick. So if she does mm -hmm. about 20 more interviews, <laughs> she'll give you everything that she did. So but wait, what? Why did she that long. Why did she pull out the pepper spray if, if there was no physical Let me give y'all Let me give y'all the truth. Like I've told the story already and my story is the same exact way. Okay. We just moved into a new home. Y'all knew that part, right? Yes, she told okay, us that. That's, that's the reason why all of the bags and stuff was still on the floor with the, whenever you seen me filming her calling the cops. All right, we had just moved in. Uh, we still had a couple of months left on the old lease or whatever. So I'm going I'm to uncover a lot of stuff because since everybody, because I don't even want to do no more of these interviews right here. So I'm going to uncover everything right here. All right, we moved into the new place. Um, she picked out the place and all of that, put it in my name. Spent a lot of money to move into it. Um, she brought up some things about certain money or whatever that she sent me, which she sent seven thousand dollars because I spent about thirty to forty thousand and everything else. So that was just like being a husband and wife. She just wanted to help out, so she sent that. All right, we move into it. The issue was she took the kids to school. She came back home. I was just kind of like, "Yo, what? You ain't showing me no love and affection." Y'all know I just went through cancer. Everybody's saying that. So I was feeling like 
she wasn't giving me the, me the same love and affection that she used to give me, obviously. Love and affection means sex in this, because people keep talking about bringing up mom, mommy's love and all of that stuff. That's not, that was never no issue with me right there. No, I ain't want no mother's love from my wife. You feel what I'm saying? So when I, the only thing I told her was to love me unconditionally the way a mother will love her children. Instead of, because in her head, I'm doing so much cheating and all of that. So it's like, look, love me unconditionally. You think I'm cheating when I'm not, but just love me unconditionally. If you, even if you think I'm doing that when I'm not. That's what that meant. So when I asked for love and affection, she downplayed it. She actually was like, damn, why is everything I do not good enough? You're always complaining. I'm like, all I said was I want love and affection. She was like, well, I'm tired. I'm sitting down. I'm just going to watch my show, Love in Huntsville, whatever that show is called. And I said, all right, matter of fact, let's just let's just finish unpacking it. Shout out to Carlos King. Let's just finish unpacking. You know, I'm, at, I'm, I'm upset at this point. Like, damn, no love and affection. All right, cool, cool. Let's just go ahead and unpack. I'm tired of the, all these bags and stuff sitting around. So she's angry over that too. Like, nah, I'm just going to do this. So she's watching that show. I see Mart Martel. Now, this is where I, I take accountability on this part right here. I shouldn't have said that. But we watching that. And what did Mart you say? Martel is on there. I'm like, I said, see my boy Martel. You know, we spoke We spoke on social media and all that. Melanie, um, we spoke to each other on social media. All of us have, you know. So when I saw that with Martel, I was like, that's my boy right there, man. I see why he had to step out, though. I see what happened. So obviously, once I said that, that was a trigger. I, like I said, I apologize for that. I take accountability. I shouldn't have said that. But like I said, most men ain't going to say that. They're just going to go out there and do that. I didn't want to cheat, so I just let her know what it was. Right, if you ain't going to do it, I'm going to go out there. So thinking that's going right. to be one of those things and say, oh, let me let me get my man son. Let me, let me be a wife. Let me be a wife to my husband right now. He just asking for love and affection. Okay, boom. That's where the anger came in. Now, you're a woman, so you know if this man said that to you, that's going to be, that's going to get a rise out of you. So, so honestly, I mean, I definitely am getting you yeah, and I'm, I'm feeling you right here, yeah, but man. I think that Nick and I joke a lot. And, um, if he were to say that I would passive aggressively joke back, like, you know, but it ain't going to escalate. Cause I know that Nick, Ain't cheating on me. Well, it's, it's, about it's, it's, it's a different situation because uh, emotions are already high. So if we if we are mad, I think it'll be more. Oh yeah! Oh my god, that'll be the most disrespectful thing ever. It'll be a, it'll be a bigger <laughs> it'll be a bigger argument. Uh, you know, just for just because our emotions is high. So what happened? You said I see why my boy Martel had to step out. I see what why happened? I see why my boy stepped out there, man. Like if that's what she was doing, she wasn't getting him. No, that's why. Like, what you expect? Like, so boom. My phone, both of my phones is on the bed. I'm in the bathroom yeah. brushing my teeth this time. Like, I'm brushing my teeth. And I say this statement and I realize I don't hear nothing. I'm, I'm like, that's kind of weird. Like, she ain't saying nothing. So I get, I said, I looked over there. Oh, she's, you know, like, just like a kid. When they quiet, they doing some shit. So she in there on my phone, going through my phone. I said, oh, get my phone. Nah, what you had? What you had? You talking about you going outside? You hiding something? So, the message—it was one message in there. I went—I go to this mall every week to get this shot. Ever since my um, stomach removal, I have to have these shots every week for these vitamins or whatever. So, I went live while I was there, and it was a girl working in there, and she was like, "Hey, I want to do skits with you or whatever." 
So just, I said, hit me up on Instagram. We can do skits or whatever. She DM me. I never saw the DMs, right? I get so many DMs, I never seen it. So I'm on my way back into the mall on another day to get the shots again. She's coming out. And she says, hey, Latruth, I've been trying to reach out to you to do the skits. And I said, okay, I'll check it, man. But I'm, I'm usually flooded. She was like, well, my name is um, Portia. My name is Portia. Just put it in. So I put it in right there. I said, okay, cool. I see her page now. And I say, I found you. She sees that message. I found you. Oh, so you going to the mall and meeting girls at the mall. That's why you at the mall. You know I go to the mall to take these shots every week. Like, come on now. So she's angry about that. She responds back to the person as me and says, hey, I'm married. Don't reach out to me no more. So the girl say, didn't you just tell me to reach out to you to do the skits? That, at this time, I got my phone back. So now I'm taking both of my phones because I already know where this is going. So I'm like, look, I'm gone. I got to get up out of here. Her dad is in the basement. You don't hear anything, obviously. He's way down in the basement. So I got my phone. She's grabbing on me. She pulls me to the couch. I'm a lot smaller now. So she was able to pull me down on the couch. She's still reaching in all my pockets. She finally get one of my phones. I take this one back, put it back over here and hold it. She gets my other phone. Then I take that one back. And then that's when she kicked me in the face, busted my lip. I had a busted lip on that one. So I found I So when up. she kicked you in the face, was it like accidental? She or... said it was accidental. I don't think it was an accident. How do you accidentally kick somebody in the face? Well, you know, if y'all, she if y'all, said y'all was y'all, wrestling. Yeah, she y'all, said y'all, y'all was scuffling and tuffling and rumbling. That was her word, rumbling. She said y'all was rumbling. I think she casts spells. What she said. I think she's casting spells on a lot of y'all out there. That's all I like to say. But anyway, was she a witch now? The kick, yes. Yeah, so, well, so. she didn't make it seem like it. She didn't make it seem like it was an she accident. Said it was she said she said she said she kicked you. No, she was like, then my foot kind of like then my foot kind of yeah. Come out of you. But anyway, like very much so under the radar when she was telling us. I didn't think it was an accident. Wait, she a witch now? She a witch now? (laughs) I'm I'm basing that off what I'm seeing because it's like I I get it. A lot of people don't like me right now. I troll. I do a lot of trolling. So people be having whatever they got against me already with just being a content creator. I don't take a lot of stuff serious because when I get on social media, it's for entertainment purposes only, and a lot of people want to see me act a certain way, especially when things like this is going on. They want to see that. So it's entertainment for me when I'm on these apps. But anyway, so she did that. The kick happened. Boom. All right. I'm, now I'm mad. I get up. I'm like, yo, what are you doing? Like, you know, kick me in my mouth and stuff. So she's still being aggressive. She said, I'm going to go get this. I'm going to go get my taser. I'm like, you're going to go get your taser? So wait, just- she's going to go just get her taser, and you are being calm. Yes, most, I'm. I'm getting. Like, give me my phone. Oh, Listen. you kicked me. What are you Listen. doing? But how 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 Listen. can you be calm if you're mad, you're emotional, and all these different things? So you just kind of switched it off, where you's like, "This girl is crazy," and I, I'm I mean, of course, I'm, of course, I'm yelling like, "Yo, chill out, man! I'm trying to get out of here." I got I got two MacBooks as well. My MacBooks was in the closet at the time, so she went in there. She said she was gonna get the um the taser, right? And I said, listen, if you get a taser and try to tase me, that's going to be bad. If you try to tase me, that taser going to get on you. I'm not about to sit here and let you tase me. She couldn't find a taser. So she came back out and went to the other side. of the You better be glad she couldn't find that taser, brother. You'd have been fried. Nah, I'm glad she didn't get that. I'm glad she didn't get that taser because I wouldn't want to see her to be fried with no taser. 
Because somebody trying to reach out All to right. the taser, I'm going to try to taser back. Just, I'm just going to keep it on with you. Right. But she went and got the mace. When she grabbed the mace, I grabbed the pillow off the bed. I'm like, yo, what are you doing, man? Let me get my stuff and go. I just want to leave. So she started spraying the mace. I'm, I got the pillow right here. Pillow so you are just I'm trying to get out the situation, and she's spraying you with mace. Oh, man, every, the cops know all of this. That's what I'm saying. So when I, I got the I got the pillow up like this, the mace is coming. Some of it got onto the wall and all that. I'm coughing now. Like I just had surgery. I can still smell it. So it's coming, and I'm coughing. You know what I'm saying? That's hurting my stomach, all of that. But I take the pillow and hit the mace out of her hand. The mace falls on the floor. She runs back into the closet, grabs my MacBook. So I take my MacBook. Then I, she grabbed the other MacBook. So I, now I got my MacBook, my two phones over here. She grabs the other Mac. I said, give me my Mac. What, what are you doing? So she throws the Mac against the floor. I mean, against the wall. Then she jumps down in the floor. Now, that's an empty tote. We just, we moved it. It's an empty tote. All the clothes are out of it. It's empty. She's on the floor trying to kick me. I don't know if y'all remember, so I got to show you. You see this moment right here? This was April. Yeah. My, stomach, my stomach got took out in April. So she's trying to kick me. That's why I picked up the tote. I take the tote. I put it over her like this right here. It's, it's held over her like this. I'm like, calm down. She even said that in the, in the live, too. He said, calm down, calm down. I'm holding it on like this. I move it. She's still mad as hell again. Come back up, start kicking again. I'm like, calm yourself down, man. What the hell is you doing? Stop, man. What are you doing? Calm down, calm down. I removed it this time. Then she ran, jumped on the bed, called 911. So, so you didn't slam it on no, her two times. No, no. So how did her, how did her finger break? Do you feel like her finger? Her, wasn't finger, broke? her finger was not broke. Y'all seen the video? She's on the phone. You see her pushing mute, but she's pushing But you know, adrenaline, adrenaline, you're not going to feel the pain miss, until... Miss, miss me, man. Come on. We men. Miss me, man. Come on. A, no, woman, I mean, is I, not I, broken, a woman is not going to have a broken finger and still be sitting there tapping mute to make sure the officer can't hear me in the background when I'm saying I'm not following so, her. So I, I got a question. Come on, man. Y'all doing too if much. She, <laughs> no, no, no. If no she, we don't. If don't, she, please. You know, if she shows medical records that because she went to the hospital and they said her finger was in fact broken. So if she showed medical records about that finger, is it still alive? Okay, let me ask you this. You give me a reason of how if if you watch the same video that I recorded and I was mm -hmm. right there, this video that I have, I have it still on my phone. This video is about 25 to 30 minutes long. The whole downstairs talking, arguing, and me and her dad was talking shit to each other. This video was 30 minutes. You watch her down there on the phone. You watch her grab her dad with another hand with, with another hand, and pull him over there with the hand. If your hand is broke, 30 minutes into a video. Finger, finger. Finger, finger. Yeah. If your finger is broke, you're not still grabbing on stuff. This is a girl we're talking about. You're not still sitting here still grabbing on things. Punching numbers on the phone, switching hands with the phone, Harlem shaking—you ain't doing all that with a with a broken finger, man. Stop and I, I remember that video that you took, um, where Come you on. put it out there, and you were saying that in the video, like, you know, she said her hand was broke. I think you were playing the video, and um, maybe on another phone, showing mm -hmm. us everybody the video. Saying like she's saying her hand was broke, but where's her broke hand in this video? So that part of the fight happened after you 
allegedly slammed these things on top of her. Yeah, that's that's after the when she got on the phone, that was after everything with me putting the total right. on top of her and all that. That was after that. It's, it's but, no right. way. So I hear the tote, the tote weighs less than a pound. The plastic tote right. weighs less than one. I actually put it on the scale for myself to see. And we had this argument. I was like, look, this tote don't even weigh a pound. I'm just, how, why is you keep doing all this, making it seem like it broke your finger? A person putting a tote over you, holding it like that, is not going to break your finger. It's not so how happen. did she break her finger, Latruth? Tell us. That's, well, yeah. I was like, that's, how do you that's explain the it? That's the question. She, okay. left, she left that day, obviously, when the police when the police came out. She left that day, her dad and them. So I can't I can't answer that. I've seen the movie Thin Line Between Love and Hate, though. I've seen that. So it's a good I do, movie. I do know that it's a way that you can hurt your finger. I, I do but know that she. Oh, so you're saying that she possibly hurt herself and is telling us that you hurt her. It's possible that she could have hurt herself, and it's also possible with the grabbing because it wasn't a broken finger. Let's let's be clear on that. Like it was, it said something about a fracture or something like that. Well, no, she said the hospital said it was a broken finger. No, no, the paperwork says fracture. Nothing said broken. So, the, you, so you seen the paperwork? Yeah, I've seen it. It's a, something fractured, not a broke, not a broken finger. A broken finger, okay. she would have been. It would have probably been in a cast or something. And you, you got to think, two weeks later, she was. You don't see this cast thing anymore. That's not a broken finger. She did say it was two weeks, and. You know, obviously we weren't there, so we're just trying to understand everything. I don't want you to feel like we're attacking you or anything. Now, obviously, this she viewers. just... This is for the viewers. Yeah, no, the we're asking questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ask. We're asking all the questions that came to us, and we're just trying to, like, understand what happened that day. So, so pause this real quick. Um, there's not really much to talk about this, but, you know, she said the hospital said it was a broken finger. I mean, I think it goes down to the paperwork timing and you know because it's always going to be he say she say situation but you know how much time passed by because you know she had the hospital at this time and it's 30 minutes before y'all situation i don't think that's enough time for her to hurt herself you know effectively and whatever the case is but besides this i did have a question um i remember she was talking about y'all having a lot of arguments about the social media stuff but she also mm-hmm. mentioned that you didn't want her to work um mm in the healthcare stuff when she wanted to get a job and stuff like that. And a lot of arguments also stem from just y'all having um, disagreements about Social her media. wanting to go to, act- to actually work. Right. Yeah. Is this, any okay. of this true? Okay. Being, um, being an alpha male, she quit a job working in, um, in healthcare, you know, the job probably paid about, I guess about $12 an hour or something like that. She moved with me. I make well over six figures, you know, um, I wanted to take care of my family. I wanted her to spend more time with her children. You know, I didn't have a mother, so that was the first thing that, in my mind. It's like, these kids get the opportunity to actually be around their mom and she can teach them certain things and all that, rather than getting a job that pays 10 to $12 an hour and then paying for daycare, which would have been her whole paycheck. Like, now you're just going to work to pay for daycare? How does that help us as a family, as a dynamic? So for me, I wanted to put her under my wing. I wanted to show her to teach her the business. Like, I want you to make money. I want you to make real money. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I taught her the business. Everything you see her doing right now, I taught her these things. I put her in that position to be able to make a living without having to go and work for somebody else. So it was never no sense of no control or none of that. And no, these arguments was not about no her wanting to work. Maybe two arguments was about her wanting to go to work. That was it. The rest of them were just about 
my social media, the insecurities that she had. That's what that was. Mm-hmm. Nobody calling my phone. No, no, no vagina pics sent to my phone. Nothing. No signs of cheating. At no all. DMs. No, it, I mean DMs. Of course DMs, but the DMs was always about like inappropriate this. DMs. No, right? Because right, she was saying that. that um, right. When she I was saying that. Shit, okay. Because I, I, I already know what you're getting, so I'll explain that when you hear it. For you, because you're a female, I want to know if that would be a problem. Uh, if he did exactly what I do, skits, rapping, and all of that, and a woman slid in his DMs and said, hey, I love your music, his response is, thanks, sweetie. Is that you? Um, so, <laughs> I think the sweetie part is a little too far. Like, you ain't got to call her sweetie. I think that you could just be like, thanks. It's not cheating. It's just, it is a little inappropriate in a way. Like I would not want my husband calling other women sweetie, honey. But also in the southern in southern culture, that is like a southern thing too. You know, that's that's how I'm from talk. the south. That's what I'm from the south. Women talk I'm like that. I mean, I'm from like the that. south. I'm from Louisiana, so okay. I, I, I do you want and, better? And, and, and I'm from New Orleans, where baby is just a part of your name. Yeah, no, that's and 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 people say say red when they want to holla at you, but like. And and they use lots of sweeties and babies and everything a- along with just a sentence. So I it's get a little, it's a little misleading, but that's not. I guess I've never had to deal with that in my relationship, yeah. so I wouldn't be able to answer this for you. How like there's another woman out there who knows that her husband's not cheating and he's just very friendly and yeah. says sweetie. And that's, you know, and it might not be an issue in their marriage. But okay. for me personally, I don't, I would not like that. Like It's, it's close to the line. It's close it's, to the line. It's close. Like, but that's just for us, though, because that's not our dynamic over here. Like, a, he can respond to her. I don't check his phone. I don't check his phone. I'm not in his DMs. I don't give a fuck. I got his password. <laughs> and I am a thousand percent sure. I've never had any issues. Okay. So I'm not going to start now on trying to find an issue. And I don't think I have any issues. And we good. You know what I mean? So like, for me, I, he's not, he's already not calling women sweetie. Mm, that, that sweetie got you talking. <laughs> he already ain't calling people sweetie. So Yeah, I would say queen. Yeah, he says queen. He says queen. He'll be like, thank you, queen. Yeah, that's not an issue for me. That's not an issue for me. She don't too much like queen either, but like this is the thing too. I'm the queen. I'm giving y'all some shit, but listen. Uh, even on that instance, right, incident right there, as small as I thought it was, I still catered to her emotions on her. And I said, you know what? I'll never do it again. And I, I'm the type of person I explain. I say, like, at that time, I probably was 30, maybe 37. I'm, I'm 40 now. So I'm 41 now. So this is my thing. At a certain age, a young lady, thank you. I, I mean, I love your music so much. I see it as she, she damn near like a kid to me. So when I say thank you, sweetie, that's nothing flirty to me because I'm older and like I said, I'm from the South. So, but we had a particular incident where we was out eating at Golden Corral and the waitress was being extra to her, to me. And she just kept saying, thanks, sweetie, and stuff like that. And I remember her saying, if that woman call you sweetie one more time, it's going to be something. So I'm just like, look, we we about to at least she just keep filling your drink up. I'm like, look, man, we can just go ahead and get up out of here, man. 
Because I'm pretty sure she's gonna call me Smitty again. That that ain't nothing. <laughs> <laughs> just wrong, right? Right. right. She Was you sitting there with your shirt open like that at the nah, restaurant? Nah. So he said he had the buttoned up jacket. Nah. Okay. With the, with the coat he got jacket. his shirt out. Okay. He artist. He artist. Yeah, yeah. You got my. You got my wife. Okay, okay. you single. So get the book too, y'all. Yeah, the concept be great. I, I saw in that. bed. Whoa, How, now. So that, so uh, the truth's pleasure room. Oh, God. Whoa, 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 now. He said it's an How? Amazon bestseller. Oh, wait. Speaking of Amazon bestseller, it's so crazy that you said that because my company just hit me up saying that Nubians come in all shades. Number one new release. Number one new release on Amazon right Damn. now. All right, we got books in the house. Rob, put your book up real quick. Uh, we got <laughs> the truth. He's an author. He got his own book out on Amazon. Y'all go get that. Tell us how you feel. And then we got wifey Nubians come. I don't know if we can see that. Nubians, Nubians come in all shades. Number one. New release, and I think you had you had a number one, you had a, a bestseller on your joint this, too, right? I think this, this book, the first the first week, it was number one, and then Brianna went out and threew some shade on me, man. And, and, and oh, what said, happened? She said you wasn't said, pleasing nobody. She said you wasn't pleasing recently, nobody in the pleasure during, during, No, right whenever this book released and it was getting the, it was selling out. She went. She when, went when, did that, when did that book come out? Oh man, I can I would have to go look at the date, man. I can't remember the date right now. She said you wasn't was doing first, nothing in the pleasure room. She, she said I had a vina and a shrimp. Yes. Hold on, because I see recently. And she said um, she said that she never had an orgasm with me. Oh, uh, what were you gonna say? Oh, but she said that while y'all was together. She said this recently after all of this drama. Recently, right, right, right. Yeah, no, I did see that somewhere about her saying that. That's O D. Big man. So wait, I have a question. Big, big man, big man, big man. I, I, I ain't said nothing. Like you big that. mad or she big mad? She was big mad. That's why she did that. Okay, I got a question. I'm gonna have to ask him, babe. I mean, are you? Do you have a shrimp? Because I well, know, no I know. Well, no, I know men that admit that they have a shrimp. God. I've never heard um, a man saying they had a shrimp. What man has ever? Yes, said that? I do. I do Let remember a few people. Yes, but, but I I'm do not gonna bring them up right now because I'm not gonna re-embarrass them. Is a little inappropriate. No, I, I want to know. Do you? If I ask a woman. If that no, 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 that's a clip, though, for sure. That's a clip. We're going to use that for a clip. I don't, I don't need the whole room to get dark, so I'm going to keep it where it's at. But anyway. Please. Yeah, that whole, this whole shit goes shut down. I did, a, I did a video. I did a video in my um, jogging pants uh, a couple of, maybe a week ago, and, and they said I had two cucumbers in my pants. So the shrimp oh, allegation. 
I mean, that's that's what they said, you know. But I, you know, obviously it wasn't too. There's, there's people out there putting cucumbers in their pants, though, in real life. They, I'm just, <laughs> you didn't see the skits where they walk, they got the no. cucumber, and the girl can't stop <laughs> looking down. Okay, let, let's change the subject though. It's getting a little uncomfortable. He don't want to talk um, about penises. We gotta ask <laughs> what the hell happened with the the baby situation please yo because side of the story i'm usually right with my hunches okay and that's yeah i had a beef with you on that <laughs> but the way I, no, no, I i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm like i'm like just get out of control <laughs> okay hold on hold on two you, things man. You in the business of entertainment, there is yeah. a lot of clout chasing going on when it comes to getting views. So you are in the business of clout chasing. All artists are. Everybody's in it some way, shape, or form. But I usually have a hunch about certain things. And the way this, it just didn't make sense. Who had the most ulterior motive for the situation to happen? And for me, I thought you did. And What's you mean? are a very vocal person. You weren't that vocal in the situation, which I remember because yeah. I only saw her explaining it. And wow. that's how you—that's how you should have knew, right there. That's how you should have knew, right there. He's not that vocal. Something ain't right about that. That's how you should have knew. I no, no, no. That, that tells me the opposite. That tells me the opposite. No, that no, 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 you, no. your I plan been, is orchestrated. No, I would have been <laughs> extra vocal in that situation. Um, somebody sliding into my wife's DM, being disrespectful. I would have been extra. I'm not no chump. Ain't no chump in my blood at all. I want all the. So why? So why did? Why didn't you do that then? Because when they exposed that it was fake, that the DM was fake, I stand by morals. We, me and him, both from North Carolina. So I'm not okay. up on it. I'm not doing nothing like that. Like I had reached out to him to do a feature. All of that part is true. We spoke about okay. the feature and all that. Him and his team and all of that. So once this what happened to the, the feature, feature, to the feature, I don't know. His people didn't really get back with the right with the price or whatever. So I was still just waiting on that. So once the mm-hmm. DM was sent to my wife or whatever, she showed it to me. And I'm looking at it. I'm like, damn, that shit do look real. Like, but And it seemed like something that a man would do knowing that a woman is married. He didn't slide into her DMs personally from what from the screenshot I seen. He slid into a woman's DM and said, hey, Mac this bitch for me. I know I know Carolina is. That's how he said it. Mac this little bitch for me. That was the that was the words that he said in the um, you know what I'm saying? So she slid into Brianna's DMs and when Brianna showed it to me, I said, just put my number in there. You feel me? Just put my okay. number in there. So if he calls. And then he called that number? No, never called. So once she, she spoke, she was cool with the, um, with his baby mama or whatever. And right, mama, right. She said that he wouldn't do that. So obviously when it's brought to me and I'm like, man, what nigga going to tell, what nigga going to say he ain't, that he did that to his baby mama? He's not going to say that. He's not going to confess to that. So right. she just kept saying, I'm going to post it. I said, listen. I don't know if that's what you want to do because I'm going to be honest with you. It ain't going to be the type of response that you're going to want to have. Like, it's been several dudes in your DMs. You ain't never posted them. So she was just like, well, I find that disrespectful. Y'all both from North Carolina. I feel disrespected by that. Y'all talked about doing a feature. So, so wait, um, she's telling you that yes. she wants... Yes. Okay. No she said she has So her story is that said, you felt disrespected by it. Y'all were supposed to do music Verbatim, together. you told her to do that shit. And then Never, you're no, saying that no. she felt disrespected by it and she was no. like, y'all were supposed to do a song together. No, See, I gotta, no. I gotta, I gotta no. know. I, actually, I gotta know. I actually warned her. I actually warned her, like, for her brand and everything. I said, this will not be a good look. 
people gonna probably see it and they're gonna see it as you clap chasing. That's what they're gonna see. That's what they said once it hit the internet that she was clap chasing. Listen, so, so I gotta note, I gotta note that a lot of people have are warning us that y'all both you know, there's this shit going on for the from the both of y'all. There's because inconsistencies in it, both it, of your stories. Y'all stories are literally black and white. Yeah, somebody's lying. Somebody's black lying. And Either white. you're lying or Brianna's lying. And but, but so Brianna sat here and cried with us. She sat here and cried. So it's hard for me to see. That ain't what she cried about. That she would be lying. No, I'm saying about, about the baby. This is this is funny. We was laughing. I, we was cracking up. You know, I what said did, the, what the did baby. she cry about? What did she cry about? Well, wait, I ain't finished about the baby real quick though. I want I got a couple of the baby questions before we get off this subject. One, why did you do the disc record on the baby? What made you it, take it I that far? It, I, I thought it was real. We both artists. We both artists. Right. So, so if you're saying yeah. that she put it out and you're like, no, it's going to be a bad look. And no, I don't think you should do it. But then you turn around and do a diss record. That don't make I did sense. The, I, did, I did the diss record before I found out it was Photoshop shit. Because they, what right. happened after, right? I did the diss record before I found out that the shit was not real. So he yeah, spoke but about even her. in you telling her that yeah. it's going to not be a good look for her, but then, and then she it's not was like, no, I'm going to post it anyway. Right, it's not gonna right. be a good look for her. It's not gonna be a good look for her. But if, in fact, he really you, did those things, then he's gonna get these bars. Like I'm not gonna oof. take myself to jail. I'm not going to jail behind that shit. But he's a rapper, like I'm a rapper. So if he disrespected me in that magnitude, then I'm gonna do it on the wax, just like every other rapper in history has ever did things like that. But we had a conversation. She spoke about the conversation that we had. So I did a diss record after me and this man spoke on the phone. Like we speaking on the phone. He, and I'm like, bro, he, he he opened up with saying I was insecure. I said, insecure? Nigga, you slid in her DMs. The fuck is you mean? I'm insecure. So that's where the argument went with the pull up. I'm going to pull up. He's talking about him. Pull and up. And nobody and this, is, this is before you realized that it was Photoshop? Yes, this is before. I still thought everything was real. We had a heated conversation. Me and the baby on the phone cussing each other out. I went to the studio right after that. Right. So you was you was like, I'm gonna get this off my chest. Yeah. Bars. That's what I do. I'm an You said it was one of your best songs ever. I mean, I, I'm a, I'm more of a battle rapper. Like I, I got bars for real. So yeah, I can see how she would think that. And I'm passionate. So what I was talking about in the song was everything dealing with the whole sliding into my my wife's DMs and shit like that. Because we from North Carolina, we got a code. That's one thing we don't do. We do not holler at people's wives. We don't do that. You know, we was raised. Yeah, in I mean, we, anybody we better not be doing that. But some people do it. But just where we from, that's how we raised. Like, we know you get... My pops, that's one of the first things he told me when I was a youngin'. Because I was moving like that at 17, 18. I was out here talking to 30-year-old women. And some of them was married. And my dad was like, look, bro, you can get killed fucking with somebody's wife. You know what I'm saying? And once he gave me that advice, I never did it again. So that's just something... That's that the best we, advice anybody ever gave you? Best, that's some of, the, some of the best advice, for sure. <laughs> so it's like... When the baby spoke about it on his story, this was after I had did my diss and all of that. He said the same thing. Where I'm from, we know we do not talk to nobody's wife at all. We would never do that. We was raised better than that. When I saw that, my diss record, I said, I ain't putting that out. Like I said, I'm, I'm, I stand on morals. I ain't no fake dude. So just to hear that, it was like, I just spent money on this mixing and mastering and all of that. But I'm like, nah, I ain't putting Bree that out. Bree said that she was just trying to protect the family by not putting out. You was scared. Bree said what? 
She said that uh, you was trying to protect the family. That's why you ain't put it out. Well, that kind of like you said, she said I was scared. So that kind of sounds like an instigating move from a female. That's usually what they do. They instigate a situation like that. I stand on morals. That's why I didn't do it. Has nothing to do with I don't think she said. I don't think she, she didn't said, say scared. Yeah, I, just, I said that, but yeah, she, she did just say you, you, you were trying to protect the family. But you know, I think you know from hearing you talk, your brand, which makes sense, obviously, because you came how you came, you came up. I mean, you, you most people would probably think you wouldn't make it. You know, what I mean, because coming from a small town, you know what I mean, and 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 going through the things that you went through, but you made it out. So I can understand why your brand and your career is so important to you because it's like your outlet and, and even receiving love, you know, people show you a lot of love. That's why you have a lot of followers and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Um, but that also could be a, a, a important motive to why you would do whatever it takes to protect your brand and the career that you've built. You know what I mean? Um, no, because the stories are not really just protect my brand, but just protect what's real and what's true. Just being truthful. That's what I'm all about. It's not about no, definitely. But none of that with me, because if I make a mistake, I stand on it a hundred grand. Like, if I did so, any of the things that I was accused of, I would say I did it. What is it? It's 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 like this so Are you talk, perfect this new, in this situation? Talk, are you incident, perfect? I can't say that I'm perfect because I spoiled I spoiled Brianna. Like I spoiled her. So. If I go against the grain of spoiling someone, I know that those type of attitudes are going to come out. That's just like I said, just like children. If you don't, the moment you say no, no, you're not getting that, you're going to see that acting out. The moment I said no, give me my phone, you can't go through my phone. That's why that happened, how it happened. I understand that. I take accountability to that. I spoiled them. Did you ever lose like, your temper ever in y'all's relationship? Yes, I've yelled, I've yelled a couple of times. But far as physical. But did it ever no, get physical? No, I'm not a physical guy at all. And you never cheated? Not with a woman, not with a woman, no. Not with so, a woman, I'm not going to be physical at all. So, you know, if she kicks me in those incidents, that's why I said, when it's my truth, this is what she's telling me. She's kicking me or something like that, and I grab her leg, like, chill out. She'll translate that to dragging. No one drags me. Kids beating on the door when they hear an argument. Of course, I got the door closed. The door is always locked and closed. I mean, half the time we might be naked in a room. They're not going to have easy access to come into a room where two adults are arguing. My thing is, let's keep it in here. The kids don't need to be hearing this anyway. But she's the type that she's the type that and she'll tell you this. She don't want to talk out problems and issues. She wants to just run from them and not talk at all. So that's what that be. You want to go? You want to call the kids in here when we're arguing? She'll actually call their names. Josh, Isaiah, no one's doing anything to you. We're sitting here having a conversation. How is this conversation that I'm having with you causing you to do all this? So that's what that is. So even when the kids got, when she brought the kids on the camera, you notice who's bringing the kids on the camera. It's not me. I would never bring a kid into this type of situation. I'm not going to ask, I'm not going to put them on camera and say, hey, did your mama do this? this no, man, it's not even, it's not, not even supposed to be there. That's where this really got messy at with dragging other people into these conversations. Again, she brought this stuff to social media, not me. So what about, what? Her. I mean, we, we talked about the kids. You're bringing up the kids. So, and you have rebut every, everything that is extreme that she has said. Mm -hmm. What happened between your daughter and what she have explained? 
you know, when, when you there was a situation, I think when your daughter talked back, um, and Brianna says that you got physical with your daughter. And I think your daughter even put a video out saying that it was she physical did. and you may have, um, actually dragged her as well. So like there would be a similarity there if that was true, you know, what do you have to say about that? I mean, you got to think when in these situations, when you hear different people saying, telling the same exact stories, you're going to say the same thing. I honestly think she was manipulated into saying anything about dragging or any of that stuff. I really believe that. Cause I know what happened in that room. You know what I'm saying? Me what, happened? Know what happened? What happened? She got a whooping. Yeah. Like, tell us. She got, she, she got a whooping just like any other kid gets whooped. That's all it was. It wasn't no hand, no physical content. The way I was raised, we get whoopings with a belt, honestly. You know, I got switches, drop cords, all type of stuff, but I don't believe in all of that extra stuff, but a whooping with a belt. I had a belt on, just like I have a belt on right now. But mm -hmm. I'll tell you how it even got started out. Like, um, she came home, and I've told this story on my platform, so to the people who follow me that saw it. So I, I want to tell this. This is going to be the last time I tell this story. I'm sorry. I'm texting my babysitter, but I'm listening. It's all good. But this will be the last time I tell this story. I know it's a different platform. More people are going to hear it, so they'll finally get to hear it from me. Um, this particular situation, she came home from school and she had a friend at the school that's the same age as her. Her mother, the mother's, uh, the mother was out of town. It was a 20 year old that was going to be driving them to the mall. So she says, Hey, my friend wants to go to the mall. Her 20 year old sister is going to take us there. I said, nah, sex trafficking is major in Georgia. You know, we, like I said, we come from a small town. That's where she used to be at when I'm on. So I was explaining that to her. I said, sex trafficking is major here. Um, I'm not going to let you go to the mall with them. I don't know her. The mom is not there. I don't I don't know the girl. The 20-year-old, she's still a kid to me. 20-year-old is still a kid. You're not about to jump in the car with them and go to the mall. So, no, nah, you can't do that. She was 14 at the time. So she shouts at me like, you just don't fucking trust me. I said, I said, what you say to me? You just don't fucking trust me. And then she ran in the room. So I go in the room behind her, I say, hey, listen to this. First of all, don't disrespect me like that. But you want to go to the mall? I'll actually take you to the mall. I'll let you go in the food court, eat with your friend. I'll sit away from y'all. Give y'all some privacy. Let y'all sit there and eat. Then we'll go shopping after that. Take you and get you something or whatever. She shouts out again. You just don't fucking trust me. She's on the phone with her mom. My mom said, what's going on? I said, she wants to go to the mall. And I'm saying, no. She said, yeah, I don't think I don't think you should be going to the mall neither. She's on my side at that moment. And then I said one thing that triggered my baby mama. I said, now, I don't know what you allowed her to do there. That's not going to happen. Either. So now the mom is on the phone cussing. Yeah, we that. don't like that. We don't, like, don't that. like that. Y'all don't like that. Nope. She started, I don't like she started, that shit. <laughs> what, the, what the F you mean? Da, 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 da. She's cussing me now. And then now my daughter's here and it's take me home. Da, da, da. I said, no, I'm not taking you home. I'm not about to drive you four hours home because you want to go to a mall and you're mad because it's discipline here. So her mom is still on the phone cussing. Now my daughter's cussing me even more. You just don't fucking trust me. You're not my fucking dad. Take the belt off. Give her a whooping. Brianna comes back in the room a little bit later on. We over there calm because I went in the room. I'm damn near in tears. I've never even had, I've never even gave my daughter a whooping. So I've never even seen this disrespect come up. She's never cussed me. She's never raised a voice at me. None of that. So now we're in the room. Um, me and Brianna talking about it. She goes in there and talks to her. I come in there. We have a good old conversation. We sit there for about two hours talking. You know, she's apologizing for what she said. We just getting to know, you know, trying to get to know more. Like, 
you can come to me about anything that's going on. Cause she never really comes to me about things. She go to her mom or she'll go to Brianna. Cause when when girls start liking boys, that's the one thing I've been teaching her since she was a baby all the way up. No boys, focus on your education. Been teaching her how to sing since she was a kid. You know, building a platform as well. Like I put up, made her own page so she can make money off that whenever she is, is of age and know what she's doing on it and all of that. So my, I've been investing time into giving her a platform to where she's good. She got something that she can make money from, showing her the ropes, all of that. And then she has to listen to her mother in her ear and Brianna telling her things like, oh, he only posts you on social media for views and they mis they misconstruing these things with my daughter. Like all these videos I've made with her my, her whole life, before social media ever paid a penny, you know what I'm saying? And her her page now does not make any money even now. It's not even monetized now. But for them to fill her head with things like that and, and steal those memories, those moments from her and say, he only sings with you in these videos, he only does these things with you for for clout or to get views. So they stripped everything, like like I said, from a baby all the way up. I've been taking pictures with my children, with my daughter, all of that. So and then they want to go back into. He said he never had wanted to have kids. These recordings that was that was played. I did say that, you know, and I, my daughters are aware of that. I said that from day one. I never planned to have children, but once my children get here, I'm a real man. I step up and do what I'm supposed to do, and. I never planned none of my kids and the kids, the kids that I did have came from them. Stop taking birth control and not telling me that they stopped taking birth control. Asking me, do I want to have kids? And I'm saying, no, I don't want to have kids. So even when she got on here and told that, well, I stopped taking birth. Yeah, you did. But you didn't tell me. You didn't tell me you stopped. So, you know, obviously if you tell me you stop, I know how to protect myself in that. So it is what it is. I'm going to take care of my responsibility and I've always been that way. But I got a vasectomy after that because nobody else will ever be able to do that to me again. But I'm always taking okay. responsibility. Damn, brother got a vasectomy. Yeah. Yo, got, got a frog in your throat? Getting you choked up over here? No, I mean, <laughs> it's... Look, I'm glad I, we got you here to to, to say your, your side of the truth. Um, we did... We do have a guest that we want to bring on. Um, she is a therapist. And I thought it would be interesting to um, have her come on just for the audience as well, because what happened with the last interview, um, we have so many comments on that video where other people are sharing their stories. And, you know, like she said, it was very split. Um, but there was a counselor in the comments that wanted to come on and she is certified. She is certified. She's, She's actually been following y'all for time for some time now, so she knows who the both of y'all are. Um, she saw Brianna's interview as well, and she was here to see your interview and everything that you had to say. Um, you know, a part of us bringing her on, obviously, there were people who went through similar things as to what Brianna was saying. Um, there may be people who have gone through similar things to what you're saying, right? But also there were a lot of people who was just sick of the story overall, right? So we wanted to we wanted to bring in a therapist on this to try to have a more like a different approach um to this interview. And we would love to 
just kind of also see what she thinks. Because I think at the end of the day, Neek and I, as a married couple who also have children together, um, we would want, obviously, only if it's healthy, um, but we would want y'all to be able to coexist in the best space possible, you and Brianna. Um, whether that's together or not together, whatever's the healthiest. But we definitely have an intention of wanting to hopefully y'all find some type of healing. Yeah, because we, we want to, at the end of the day, we want to show, we want to be different. You know, we don't want to be like a lot of these blogs. They, 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 they get y'all tearing each other down and they don't care about the mental health. They don't care about any healing or whatever the case is. So this is our way of, of of trying to do something different and we're here learning we hope you can learn something we hope the audience can learn something so um amina if you are there please call in so we can let you get on the call and we can listen in to you and, and what you have to say so i want to do a check-in real quick uh, are you watching this interview with okay. him and a lot of things that he has said has been nothing but lies. And it's a trigger for me because we have had personal conversations where this man has admitted to certain things to me. And I understand you not wanting to admit it to social media to protect your image. But at some point in time, the same man that you give me off camera with humility and accountability is the same man that I want to see. And you're not doing that. This whole interview, even the baby situation, you blamed it all on me. And that's a lie. And there's certain things that I have not said out there out of respect of stuff going even further. I even made an apology to stop the things from going. So watching this and watching this man say all these things about me and things that are not true, truly hurts me. And I just really want to get to a point where we can really co-parent for our daughter. Because right now, every time we talk, the conversation goes left. And a bit of this shaking is a bit of anxiety. So yeah, of course. excuse me for that. But it's just a lot for a man that I love for six years to sit here and watch how his story played out. Even not even just the abuse, but you not taking accountability for nothing. Even the baby situation, like nothing. There's no accountability nowhere. If you listen to this whole interview, it's I'm perfect. I'm perfect. I didn't do nothing. She's mad at me over this. She's it's me, Brianna, 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 the whole six years. And at some point, we both have to take accountability for our failed marriage. It is not just me. It is both of us. We both played a part. 